What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Bodybuilding Podcast. This is episode number 106, and I have Mr. John Jewett here. How are you, sir? I am doing excellent here in the beautiful Tampa, Florida for the New York Pro. It's a, it's a mix because you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to New York Pro. And you're like, where is it? Oh, no, it's a Tampa, though. Is it the Tampa yeah, Pro? No, it's yeah. the New York. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know, I know. Um, so I had a bunch of requests to have you on, and I actually wanted to have you on way back, but we just never were able to connect. But um, you're in high, yeah, no, you're 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 in high demand, man. People want to know uh, your story, so I want to know a couple things. I won't keep you too long because I know you're a couple days out, so we'll try and keep it uh, focused on the shows. But I wanted to go over indie first. First, I want to ask you: Do you coach yourself? I, I do coach myself, hundred hundred percent, fully since this past Olympia, and there's been spurts throughout yeah. the past couple of years, but. 100 percent since uh since the 2019 olympia i mean 2020 um mm -hmm. of course i have renee my wife yeah. she uh she actually has a pretty good eye you know yeah. um she knows when i'm like looking a little flat or extra crispy some mornings mm -hmm. but you know she's not going to be the one to dictate the plan and then i i have throughout this prep like a couple times sent some picks to chris tuttle yeah. Um, I, I trust him and just say, Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? And yeah. so he shot me some feedback, but, um, out, outside of that, um, it's, yeah, it's been, been all me this time. Does Renee tell you the truth? If you look like shit. Yeah, she would, but she, she does it in you know, a candid yeah. way. She's not going to say, Hey, baby, you fucking look flat <laughs> as a pancake this today or, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, she was like, yeah, you know, look, you, you looked a little sharper yesterday or, yeah. you know, legs look don't look a little watery day or you know yeah so um who coached you before and why did you decide to go off and do your own thing yeah so i've this i've been through three coaches okay. uh, my first coach ever i mean not to give you a long story here but no it's okay was uh shelby starnes okay and um that i hadn't even competed yet i i was actually still powerlifting and i i did a, a like a mentorship with shelby when i was in my undergrad program because back then i was like i want to be an online coach like shelby starnes does yeah. what i want to do yeah and it was like a 300 hour uh internship um, I learned from him, but then I worked with him for a year afterwards. And basically I'm like, Hey, I have a wedding coming up. I just want to like, kind of be like four weeks out from a wedding. Yeah. So I did that. Um, then I coached myself when I got into bodybuilding for the first three years. And that was like, I was, I was a nerd. So I always read on like how to do things, why to do things. Mm -hmm. And so I had a good base. I did okay. Yeah. Um, I got qualified for nationals, which back then in like, you know, 2014, 15, it still kind of meant something like the, the guys <laughs> yeah. were still like, you had the national guys running back through to get qualified at these Texas shows. You're like, yeah. you know, Texas state was like, this is the fucking show to do where, you know, if you, if you qualify, you're legit. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got qualified and then that's when I was going into 2015 USA's. I'm like, man, I'm 12 weeks out. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to screw this up. So that's mm -hmm. why I started working with Matt Jansen. Okay. I was with him for, for three years, uh, learned a ton from him he moved me forward so much yeah. uh, just it was like I've been, i was trying to like reinvent the wheel almost you know you're learning yeah. you're coaching yourself and um he took me all the way to, to become a pro do my pro debut did a few pro shows then i uh did the two which is funny i did the 2018 new york pro and and, and missed the mark quite a bit on that show yeah. and then for the the europa which was four weeks later i ran my own um peak into that show yeah took my own off season, coached myself, came back in 2019, still coaching myself. And uh, I had really improved my look. Like I, I, my waist was like kind of blown out, you know, yeah. at, in 2018, 
I vacuumed all season. I had this like taper build, had more, more delts. And um, so I was going in Chicago pro and I had built a relationship with Andrew Boo. And it was uh, at eight weeks out, I got to a point where like, you know what? I, I, I did what I wanted to do as far as being able to feel like I could coach myself in a good condition. Mm-hmm. I, I just needed this eye. Mm-hmm. And so it started working with Andrew and it was this great collaboration where like I could toss ideas around and we were yeah. basically like, Hey, your plan's working well. Let's just kind of guide this into the show. Sure. And uh, Vu took me like um, from Chicago to Tampa, winning Tampa and into the 2019 Olympia where that was probably the, the best shape that I've been in and nailing the peaks mm-hmm. for those shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vu was really good at the last, definitely the last week and having the eye and not getting so caught up on like uh, these objective things you can look at, just kind of like going off how you look. And like he had five guys at Tampa and they all had different peaks going on. Like this guy yeah. had no water. This guy had, you know, three gallons. This person yeah. had diuretics. This person didn't. So it's like, man, this is really personalized, catered to what the person needs. Yeah. Um so I, I ran off season with, with Andrew. We went to the 2020 Olympia. Um, really, really missed the mark on it. Yeah. Um, I was extremely disappointed, disappointed weeks out before I even got there mm-hmm. to a point when I was four weeks out. I'm like, I, I knew eight weeks out I was behind. And I, you know, I, I brought, I brought these things up and um, just the timing, the timing just never aligned and you get behind. And then mm-hmm. at the end, four weeks out, I'm like, listen, dude, we're just need to push the cardio and like, just, Cause it's not going to happen otherwise. Yeah. So it was like a race to the end and man, that's never ideal to get yeah. in, in good shape. Ended up just, <laughs> I was, I was soft and flat on stage yeah, and I fucked a, up tan, yeah. you know, it was just, I got 13th. Yeah. So um, coming off that, I, you know, n- nothing, nothing gets, you know, Andrew, um, I knew coaching myself, I, I'm so meticulous and I, I had built the, what I needed out of Andrew's like peak week for what I had gained from him, sure. that piece of it, I was just kind of, I was worried that I, w- I wouldn't be objective and take emotion out. Yeah. And now I just completely can. So okay. I-, I knew I had all the tool sets to be so meticulous and detailed where I can monitor myself all the way in. And um, my goal of coming to Indy was to hit one right off the bat for the year, get some redemption off the Olympia. Cause man, that yeah. hurt. It really yeah. did. I, I, I questioned even walking out on stage like that, just, would you would you rather not even show up to not have that on your you know record (laughs) um at 13th like who even fucking remembers you (laughs) so it's like well you know okay um you know usually don't they don't usually remember that they just remember more so i think people remember like how you made them feel you know and and what leading the journey up to the show um so i have a lot of great people that support me but i I couldn't have that for my own self like i i wanted to come to indy i I was relatively i could hold it and just bring something nasty that I hold to my standard. It was, it was more, more about myself than also from a coaching aspect that I can coach myself to like the highest level possible yeah. and reach that condition. You, um, you have some really good teachers. I'm not totally familiar with Andrew other than obviously I know he trains Hunter. I know he trains a whole bunch of people, but Hunter is the most notable guy I know, but um, he, he used to, he used to. Oh, he doesn't work with Hunter anymore. No, now a hunter works with Brian. Um, oh gosh. His, his workout partner, Brian, Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Truly, something like that. Okay. So, but I mean, with Matt and Shelby, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of of learning to be had there. Yeah. Yeah. So you decide to go off on your own. And, uh, the one thing actually I caught out of everything you just said was the vacuum situation. So I didn't know you had a blown out, blown out stomach. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like 
terrible, but it wasn't going the way you wanted it to go. My, my, my pose on stage was like a flat abdomen and you know, it was work to keep it flat and the detail wasn't there, you know? So I can, and this is probably personal, this is personal because I have my own stomach issues. So, but I'm sure there's a lot of other guys out there that are curious. When you say you vacuumed all year, you're talking like through the whole off season and everything. Yeah. You know, the off season, I was determined, man. It was every morning, wake up, fasted, um, do at least I would do 10 sets. So blow yeah. all my air out, vacuum, hold as long as I could. Then I would go back down into like a most muscular pose. So I could kind of like have that same practice you would on stage. Yeah. But eventually I like got that connection with, with it to where I could finally pull it up, you know? And it's like, I just never had that. And it's uh, it took a lot of practice. And finally I nailed it one day. I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> it's that's, like the, that's the frustrating thing for me. I've never had that. Everybody talks about that connection where they just all, all yeah. of a sudden could feel it. I think as much as I've practiced, I'm still in the, I'm still in the phase where I'm trying to force it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You know, when you don't really know how to do it, you're still trying to muscle it right in. And I, I just can't get that connection. So I guess it's just something I'm going to have to keep practicing. Cause I've never done it for like a whole off season. I, I, I when I had the best was like laying on the floor. I yeah. think that's the best like starting position. Cause yeah. I would do the same thing. It was like this, this muscle to like pull in yeah. and it would just get flat. But yeah. I finally had to find this way to like re- relax my like rectus abdominis. And then it's like this other muscle that pulls it in. Yeah. And it's so hard to describe it. Like, how do you describe contracting that muscle? It's mm-hmm. not like you can, you know, you're training someone, you poke their rear delta, you're like, yeah. squeeze that. Yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. I got it. Well, it's um, counterintuitive because you actually have to, like, I know yeah. I have made the connect. I shouldn't say I shouldn't have made the, I've have made the connection, but never, I'm never able to stand up and do it or like mm. do it while posing. I've made the connection while laying down, but it's also confusing because it's like the opposite of flexing. You're actually almost relax, relaxing into it. So it's, it's hard. It's goes against everything we're taught like the whole time. So, yeah, <clears throat> but I guess something, it's just something I have to keep on practicing anyway. Um, leading into Indy, you said you coached yourself. You were ready. Like, man, I remember seeing your photos as you were getting ready. Like it looked like you're ready, like six weeks out. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe not to the level you want it to be, but I mean, you were, sure. you were there like five, six weeks out. Is that, was that planned? Did you want to be ready that early? Yeah. Um, so back when I did, did like 2019, you know, I, Chicago, I was pretty on, but I was mm-hmm. flat, but mm-hmm. then I basically, I got conditioned into Tampa and then I could feed into the show when okay. you like, you know, you, you're able to raise food um you your increase you know energy expenditure your training gets better you just start moving more which there's probably some metabolic you know opposite adaptations that occur too Mm -hmm. um then all of a sudden you can like your fatigue drops off your sleep improves like everything improves and then you get this extra hard look that comes about so that's kind of what i wanted to emulate which i think getting ready early like you have people that like race into a show then it's like their second show they're their best at right because they can increase food and everything well it's Mm -hmm. like that's really what we should be going for going into these shows it just doesn't happen often because we miss the timing and that's like the crucial aspect to all this so coming off the 2020 olympia um, obviously I'm 212, so I can't, I, I don't quite need this long, long off season, but I did, yeah. I, I brought body weight up. I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, bring body weight up to around 222, 223, um, stay around this like 10% body fat ish area to mm. where I could diet in 12 weeks. Mm. And, um, and I ended up being like six weeks. Uh, I was good. Uh, then from six to three weeks out, 
is when I brought that weight down from like 208 to 204. And that's when it was like, holy shit, this is when like the hams are clawed out, you know, the glutes are ripped out. And it's like that little weight difference of that push was, was huge. And um, then I could back off for three weeks out when I was truly contest link is in picture like, Oh yeah, you look, you know, you look ready, but to really, really be like a next level conditioning, um, it, it takes, it takes those extra few weeks of just staying there, sitting there and just slowly scraping off some body fat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be this, like no. these big three pound drop-offs to get stage. It's like every week it was like just a little bit coming yeah. off. So you're uh, you're, you don't seem like a food guy. Are you a food guy or you don't care? No, hunger doesn't bother me. Like I'll take food really low and also prepping myself. I, I can manage my hunger really well. So I can move foods around, switch food sources out, so I, I think it's so retarded when we see these plans that are like, oh yeah, you're going to eat chicken and white rice. Like, you know how fucking hungry you are after you eat white rice? It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, 50 grams of this vegetable. Like, why are we eating this shit? Like when you're, yeah. you're so hungry. So most of prep, I'll have oats like for every single meal. Yeah. And then I started transitioning some of these oats to pumpkin as well. Yeah. So I'll do oats and pumpkin, which I, people are like, what are you eating on fucking prep, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the food volume's big. They increase the fiber amount. And it, it's, you know, as long as you're like bloating and gases within reason, it's not causing issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we should be looking for, for food sources to manage hunger so you can take those calorie levels at a more comfortable level down. And, uh, and, and your perception of prep is so much easier. Yeah. Like preps are so much easier than they used to be like yeah. getting hungry, waking up with hunger. Like you, you should manage your clients better if they're waking up with hunger because sleep is so important. So that's, those are the kinds of things that I, I put in place like for my, myself. It's but, uh, it, it's crazy. You said that because throughout my whole career, I mean, John Meadows coached me for most of the last, you know, five, yeah. six, seven years. <clears throat> and and John also, you know, he enables me to mix around some foods here and there, but this last prep I did, which wasn't really a prep for a show, it was kind of just a transformation. So there wasn't the pressure of a show. So I was able to kind of, I used John as an eye and I was mm. kind of doing my own thing. And I kind of did the same thing you were doing. I'm like, you know what? I like oats. It's not like a super high calorie food. Like it's not a lot of car. You know what I mean? Like one cup is like what, like 60 grams of carbs. Like it's nothing. Right. right? So I was doing, um, doing a lot of oatmeal and stuff and I felt better. I just felt like I was more full all the time and John didn't care. He's like, you know, it's fine. Whatever, as long as the carbs match up and all that. So it's, it's weird. I think we have this perception of prep that it has to be really, really difficult or else we're not yeah, doing it. We're not doing it you right. Better suffer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, are you, but you're not like an, if it fits your macros kind of guy, are you like, are you, I don't, I don't go to that extreme. Like I'll have like some foods, and if I think this is for the most case for a lot of people, you have like, you know, a little group of foods that you might rotate through. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the application yeah. where it gets extreme is like where every meal is different. And yet, so I think some people do poorly with it. Like it's too food focused. Like you're, yeah. you get obsessed. And it's like every meal is like this elaborate creation. I, and I, you know, on prep, I, I wouldn't do that with clients either. Cause you also need to be able to monitor for cons- consistency. Right. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, my digestion, I don't know. I'm bloated and I, I can't go to the bathroom. Like, well, what are you eating? Well, it's like, yeah. it's different every day. It's, it's different like, every well, day. <laughs> I don't know. We can't, can't yeah. work with that. So, yeah. um, I, I, no, I don't, I don't go to that extreme. Like I do have macros in place and I'll move a think some things around, but for the most part, it's, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like when people ask me if I do, if it fits your macros, I'm like, within a group of like seven or eight foods yeah you know what i mean like those are my seven or eight foods i might switch chicken and steak i might switch you know some carbs here and there but like it's all the same six seven eight foods some people um, hate it that i know of like that are like real 
type A, they're like, no, no, no. I just, just give me my plan. I, that's what I want to do. It's, it's like they have less anxiety, not having yeah. to think about it. Yeah. But then you have like other people that are like, you know, like free spirits that just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a, the set plan. I need like yeah. freedom and this yeah, yeah. flexibility. So I think, you know, it, it has its applications and you need to think about like a person's psychology about yeah. you know food planning or you know, that goes for a lot of other things too. But. I like the happy medium. I don't like the, I can put in Oreo cookies and as long as it, as long <laughs> yeah, as it fits. Yeah. And I don't like the, well, I have to eat chicken for meal four. Cause if I eat mm-hmm. it for meal three, I won't be as big. Like it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like that yes. happy medium where, um, okay. So leading into Indy, actually, I do have one more question about your prep. Okay. How much were you doing a lot of cardio or no? Uh, no, no. Um, the, like, the highest I, I, well, I do, I do sneet in my step count. So what's neat? Neat, neat, non-exercise activity. Oh, what's, oh, neat. I'm sorry. I, you I thought, can't really, okay. No, no, I thought really, you said, I thought you said sneet and I'm like, oh, sneet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let, no, okay. let me make something up. That's real secret yeah. now. <laughs> it's secret. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I just do uh, my, my daily step count. I'll, I, I work I'm online coach. So I'm pretty sedentary off season. Um, so I just continually increase steps throughout prep, super low taxing. And, and I'm a huge believer in that, like in bodybuilding, our means for cardio is just energy expenditure with mm-hmm. the least impedance to resistance training as possible and managing fatigue. Okay. Can you explain that a little bit to me? So let's say at the peak, at the peak of your cardio output or your step output or your expended yeah. expenditure, what does your day look like for those people who want to kind of follow something similar? Like, is it just walk when I can? Is it like walk five minutes here, five minutes there? Like, what is it? Yeah. Well, so it does give me uh, like good flexibility. So I'll have, when I, when I start like off season, sometimes I'll only have 3000 steps per day, which is for anyone that does track this, this is nothing. This is like sitting at the computer all day. And then I go to the gym and what I walk around the gym. Yeah. Um, the highest I get up to on this prep was 12,000 steps per day, okay. which um, 2000 steps is about a mile. So for me, if you're a short person, you're probably, yeah. it's going to be a lot, you know, a lot <laughs> yeah. less. Yeah. Uh, Renee's like, you know, she, she's five foot two. <laughs> like, yeah. How many steps you got? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm fucking working, following you around. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's like about six miles a day, okay. um, which from my body weight and everything, you're maybe 600 calories a day, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. you could you could crank that out on the stairmaster, but it'd be a lot higher into effort level. But yeah. for how that looks routine wise, um, I do like it's it's almost it's almost like. A, it's the happy medium of like, if it fits your macros for cardio. I was cardio. just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's put... why I like it. It's, yeah. it makes your percent, you can manage your, your fatigue, true fatigue and the perception of it. So I'll usually knock out like 25 minutes first thing fast in the morning on my actual treadmill or I'll go outside. Yeah. Um, and, and about for every minute of cardio, it's, it's uh, about a hundred steps. Okay. 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 So do that. I'll have, have a meal one, have meal two. Before, um, at, when I get to the gym, I'll walk for five minutes. After the gym, I'll walk for 10 minutes. That's our 1,500 steps. It's so crazy for me. Yeah. Okay, go then, on. Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. then, uh, you know, after my next my next meal, I'll go in an outdoor walk. I'll, I'll do, what, 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, if I'm, it's, it's funny, man. Like, if we microwave food, we'll just walk around the kitchen. Just move. <laughs> it, and you, While you, it's you, microwaving. Yeah. So, yeah, you, yeah. You, you think about on prep, like, when people get fatigued, you just sit around more, right? You're like yeah. leaning on shit and you're like, yeah. their neat goes down. Yeah. And that's when you have like, you're, you're dropping calories, you're raising the car. You're like, man, why, why are they not responding? Yeah. It's because they're not fucking moving at all anymore. All they, the, maybe, yeah. maybe they went from 10,000 steps down to 3000. That's like a 400 yeah. calorie difference. Yeah, yeah. So this way I can at least monitor 
extra energy output. But um, even at the gym, like I'll do a set and I'll just walk around the gym. I'll pay. I look nuts. Like, and, and I, I, I keep a really mean mug at the gym because I don't want people to talk to me either. So I'm like, you know, diet face, just like walking around the gym. Like, dude, John must be dying on prep. People are like, you are dying. I'm like, I'm not, but I just don't want anyone you don't want to be to stop you from walking. Yeah. 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 So at the gym, um, just doing that. And training, think about it, like you have two minute rest periods between all your sets, like you can crank out some steps. I can get two, 3000 steps just while I'm, I'm training. Okay. So I have and, to, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you because this is, this is a crazy concept to me. So <clears throat> now I'm in no way saying this doesn't make sense. Cause I know you're like, the, you study all the stuff and I know you're sure. like the, the guru of, you know, all the, so I'm not going to argue with you. you make but, it all up, man. No, 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 no. Listen, (laughs) everything you're saying makes total sense because at the end of the day, we're just adding up our, you know, our expenditure. But what about things like, um, you know, your heart rate has to be at a certain level for a certain amount of time to burn fat, blah, blah, blah. Like these, you don't apply any of that. You're just like, as long as I get 12,000 steps today, it doesn't matter how I get it, where my heart rate is. None of that matters to you. No, uh, I think you still have to, you can't outrule like the basic laws of thermodynamics, right? And it's not, I know we really get into like you know, calories of calories, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, ideally, if you're getting into like this higher calorie, like higher heart rate area, you start, you have to use more glucose for that cardio. Yeah. And what do you really need to fuel for training is, is, is glucose for carbon, you know, for yeah. anaerobic exercise. Yeah. So you start, if anything, like low intensity exercise would have the most fat, fatty acid oxidation, yeah. but also it's not going to be fatiguing by dropping off like more glycogen load. And cause you think about like anyone that's done cardio, like on the Stairmaster, you know, just beat your legs to death or, yeah. or the bike. We used to say like, do the bike. It saves your legs. Like, man, bullshit. Yeah. That doesn't save your legs. Like how to pedal that motherfucker so fast. Like you're, it burns, you, heart, you know, to get your heart rate up. Yeah. 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 And then you go train. You're like, dude, my legs are so dead. Yeah. Um, so yes, like absolutely. You would burn more calories for that shorter time duration. Yeah. Does that have application? Sure. Like a lot of people don't have the lifestyle that I have to be able to go and walk like six miles at a low intensity per day. Then that's when I would build in some moderate intensity cardio yeah. with the least impedance for that, that was um, the resistance training. So it has to be like low impact. I think the elliptical would probably be my, my first choice or um, what I, even what I do, I, I do an incline treadmill walk yeah. because incline treadmill walk, it's going to be a higher effort level. Um, but also it's low impact and it's going to yeah. be low fatigue for resistance training. Um, then I would say like the elliptical is probably next. I'm not a huge fan of the bike. I just, yeah. you just have to pedal so damn fast. I guess the bike or the Stairmaster, probably the Stairmaster. Um, I think another caveat to that is like your small muscle mass cl- clients, like females, like them walking, it, you're just, you just won't be able to put out the, the amount of energy expansion you need to. Sometimes those clients have to move to like yeah. something high effort and they can handle the recovery aspect of it. Like, uh, you know, a 240 pound bodybuilder and a Stairmaster is a lot different than like a 110 pound bikini player. They're not going to trash their legs out. They can recover yeah. faster. So you don't have to worry about so much fatigue from it. Like you would, you know, so you're, so when it comes to the, so let's say, so the only time you're really worried about, expenditure on a cardio machine is if somebody doesn't is limited for time but if somebody if somebody has all day long just to, to walk around here and there or whatever then you don't care how hard the cardio is or how hard they're walking as long as they're getting the walk in yeah absolutely huh. so basically your your premise is i'm going to save all my glycogen and save all my muscle and just 
get those calories out by just doing minimal amount of effort throughout the day. Right. I, I want, I want no muscular cardio adaptations. Yeah, you know, I want yeah. purely from resistance training and just have the lowest energy, the, the lowest yeah, fatigue development from that cardio yeah. source. This is incredible. I wanted to have you on to talk about the show and now I'm learning all this new shit. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I have people with high enough, like, you know, energy expenditure just in their daily work, like yeah. people with laborious jobs, like, and they eat so much food, like these guys don't need to do cardio. So why would I just give them cardio just to do cardio to raise their heart rate? Like is the goal of prep to, to raise their heart rate and to have cardiovascular adaptations for, for health? Mm. No, that's not the goal of it. What, what is our true goal for cardio in contest prep? It's like just to get lean. Well, let's find the easiest way to do that and then put everything that you can in, into resistance training to hold that tissue or fuck, even grow into the show. <laughs> Man, I'm going to have to start changing the way I answer people now from now on. Because people message me all the time and they're like, you know, I work an office job and I'm always walking around the office and walking to different levels and blah, blah, blah. And do I still have to do cardio? And I'm like, well, because I always felt like cardio was important because it was continuous. You know, that that 30 or 40 sure. or 45 minutes of continuous, that's how you burn the most fat is getting to a certain level of your heart rate and keeping it there for 30, 40 minutes, right? Which... I don't know if you would agree. Like it probably is more efficient for burning fat, but it's also going to burn other things. Like, no, like you're, you're absolutely right. Like if, yeah. if you looked at like that time duration, like, yeah. Um, but if you took that same duration, that same calorie expenditure for someone doing that amount of walking all day, it yeah. might even out and you might have a greater percentage coming from fat, but where it gets a little bit, you know, muddy is like, well, meal timing around this, yeah. Um, but again, you, if it's low intensity, you're not going to be needing so much glucose during that, but yeah. at the moderate intensity, yeah, you would. And I guess that gets into like, do you have to do fasted cardio or fed state cardio? And, and then, you know, what we find is like doing fasted cardio, you know, you, you burn more fat during training, but post-training you don't. Yeah. Well, if you're yeah. fed state, you, you burn more glycogen, but you, then you burn more fat following training. Yeah. Yeah. So in the, the day, it, it kind of all evens out. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you follow like what you, you know, what you advise, like you got to get your heart rate up and, and burn yeah. so much yeah. that uh, if, if you did look for the whole day, it, it, it probably does even yeah. out some. Um, I think you have to get into also like probably the health aspects of it from a bodybuilding perspective too. And I think in the off season, I, I do like keeping in some moderate intensity just because of that, because eventually like I think general fitness gets so low and you get done with a working set, like on, on a hard leg exercise, you're like fucking gassed. And just yeah. like the floor. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Is this productive anymore? Like probably not. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I, and, and then also just from what we do with, you know, exogenous hormones, mm -hmm. uh, I think there's great health applications for doing modern intensity cardio yeah. to have that heart rate elevated. So there, if, if that's what we're talking, that's a different conversation, but yeah. from like, what is the most efficient way to like get super lean and hold muscle? I, I think it's just the lowest intensity cardio you can do yeah. that achieves the calorie deficit that you need. Do you have a Fitbit? Is that how you track it? I do. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta I'm, get one. I'm, I'm going to get one. I'm a poor man Fitbit. This one's called Let's Com. <laughs> it's like 25 bucks on Amazon, but it works. It's all I need I'm, it for. I'm going to fucking get one now. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to try out your, your theory. I, you know what? It's crazy. I, I could talk to you about this longer. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to keep you we talked about his steps. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, I know. Let's uh, let's, let's, I'll have you on a different time and we'll get into like the really cool uh, sciencey shit. So last week at, in Indy, a lot of people had you as a favorite to win and you end up in third. Did anything go wrong with your prep or was that, do you feel like that was your best? Man, I, I, I really feel like I nailed it um, yeah. pre pretty well. I can try to tear it apart as much as I can, you know, 
but uh, that was absolutely my most conditioned I've ever walked on stage. Like mm-hmm. 2019 Tampa or Olympia, I was ve- that was a best as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I would arguably say like this absolutely was my best conditioning, and and all the feedback from people in person, like i mean it was uh yeah. pretty freaky it, it really yeah. was like the i'm telling you like the pics and videos you can't judge these shows because in person it's it's pretty incredible yeah. um but to to really look at it i mean i was people were like oh you need to be fuller john it's like man it's a trade-off you know because i watch myself throughout the day i look at my visuals my weight and as it comes up in fullness, yes, I get this freaky fullness from the front. That's where you see these most musculars and everything. But from the back, I lose some, you know, I yeah. get a little bit water in the glutes and the lower back. So it's like, do you sacrifice that and bring more fullness? Where's the balance? And so, yes, I could have been fuller, but then I don't come in as crisp. That, that's like the argument I could have. Now, the guys that were ahead of me, they were fuller. Were they fuller or was it just they had more muscle up top? Like, that's another argument right can i give you my assessment and yeah. tell, tell me what you think welcome to so me ian and uh paul who's an ifbb judge who's a friend of mine uh we did the breakdown and then we did a recap i didn't get a chance to watch the live feed because i couldn't get on this couldn't get on the site mm-hmm. that day it was kept crashing but um after looking at the photos and like i know photos are different so sure you can correct me if i if you think i'm wrong but i don't feel like they had more muscle i felt like exactly what you said you traded the super, mm-hmm. super crisp, dry look, they weren't as conditioned as you. Um, I mean, they were conditioned, don't get me wrong, but I felt like you had right. that really dry, crisp look, and they didn't, but they were much fuller. So, And then the reason I asked you about last week is it's kind of the same lineup. So I'm like, yeah. going into this weekend, what do you think you're going to change, or, or if anything? Yeah, I mean, so that look was – I debate this all the time, but that look was pretty nailed. Yeah. Um, I think I can come with more fullness and it won't sacrifice that conditioning off the back okay. as much. Okay. Um, I think I was a little fuller for finals and that look was, was, was pretty favorable. Um, so I think that's what I will change because it is the same lineups because it's not, it's unlikely that in a week guys are going to come in with less body fat. Maybe they'll manipulate water different or something like that. Um, but really we have this time to change with her fullness. Yeah. And so that's like a tool. Like I, I knew these guys came full. I could come full. Now, another thing too, is that it's, it's going to be a different judge panel. Like Steve was judging there. This is going to be Tyler, I believe. Okay. Um, which, you know, that's everybody's uh, going to judge differently. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. You see, so you, you just um, ha- have to weigh that in. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, so I think I will come a little fuller but, and, and, and take that little bit of hit on the backside. Um, I wonder what, I wonder if the hit that you're talking about is, I wonder drastic if, enough to no, well, no, what I'm wondering is like, I know we're always our worst critics. <laughs> yeah. So what you consider a hit, everybody else might look and go, Holy shit. He's way fuller and just as hard. Like yeah. you may, you may think it's softer, but maybe it's not kind of thing. So I don't, like it is, but maybe it's not noticeable enough for it to be a, a problem, I guess. That's what I'm yeah. wondering. I don't know if you saw the pics I posted today on, on IG with, uh, Let me, uh, I was with, with, I trained at, um, Joe, with Joe, Joe Bennett at his, uh, his gym. Yeah. And, uh, I was like full blown, like really full. I was probably like two Oh nine. Well, I'm going to take those a, picks. I'm going to take a look. A lot of people that watch the podcast don't actually follow bodybuilding like hardcore. So uh, okay. Okay. For anybody who doesn't know John yet, uh, if you're not a avid follower of bodybuilding, this is John's, instagram page if you want to follow him it's john jewett number three 
Right on. And if you're listening on if you're listening on audio, it's John Jewett, J-E-W-E-T-T, and the number three. Um, yeah, these are the five. I just I just looked at these and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, so that's that's probably around 208, 209, <laughs> which I was on stage probably like two five-ish, six-ish. When I got back to my room, I was like a little over 206, but I had some fluids. Okay, so um, let me let me ask you your assessment. Does this look softer to you? <laughs> you're trying to put me in a, put me in a I box, just want right? I just want to know what you're saying, what you think is soft, because this no. looks crazy to me. Yeah, no, that that's uh that's that's really sharp from the front. Yeah. But from the back is where you'll have like the lower back will be a little watery, glutes a little watery. Joe is that's you can caption that. Joe's like, dude, <laughs> come on, like you're uh yeah, like you could he's like you could walk on stage like this and look fucking crazy and still be like you won't sacrifice that much hardness so i agree um you you know i i I could i I could try to go really full um and uh you know i'm I'm lean i'm so lean like my uh my my glute caliper is really low like there's no fat back there so i might hold a little bit of water but even in this like absolutely i have glute lines all over you know so like this is it was this yesterday that that was yesterday night after after my stupid flight that I was training at like 11 p.m. last night. <laughs> Dude, you look. I mean, this is this is a crazy look. Like, I don't know if other guys are seeing this, but it might be something to worry about for everybody else. <laughs> I, I don't know. This well, is see, so- this, these other these are my fasted my in the morning. So that's yeah. when I wake up. I'm like 204, 205. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it is flatter, right? I mean, of course, I wake up first in the morning. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. You can tell, you know, and, uh, so I, I wouldn't go on stage like that. I'm pretty transparent with what I post, you know, if you want to see, like, I don't, most people just post their gym photos that look badass. That was uh, the day after my, my binging of stop binging, but I was just going gonna... <laughs> to, <laughs> I was just going to ask you, well, let's take a look at Indy first. We'll, we'll get to the food. So this yeah. is your look last week. Yeah. When you look at this, it, it's really hard. You know what, man? It's really me and James had a bet. I thought Tonio was going to win only because he had a little more muscle. James had you winning because he thought you were much harder. So right. I'm like, so it was just a toss up, right? So when you look at this, what do you think? I want to know what you think when you look at these photos. Do you think you had this? If we're looking at that one shot, I, I think I had that shot because how many guys in 212 are hitting like vacuums with that type of like waist tape? Yeah, that, like in, in the balance of like, you know, reasonable muscle up top. I mean, I mean, I think in this side chest, I think Tony has, you know, that delt roundness, the pec roundness. Yeah. He's got crazy shoulders. You know, it's, it's it's a good shot for him. And that's a good shot for me though, too, which is a thing. Like that's a, that's like one of my shots and like, he's better at it than, than I was. But, um, I think for, for both of these guys, this was their pro debut. Like, yeah, I know it's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, you know, from their back shots, I think they have more, more, depth and detail like within their traps uh from the hams and glutes though like minor claw that clawed out yeah yeah i feel like you i feel like you traded you guys traded lower body and upper bodies like (laughs) no i'm just saying like your lower body looks better in all these shots like you have you know the the super drop to the hamstring and in the back like you said it's like crazy detail Uh, but they're a little thicker in the back so it's almost like you guys traded some shots so but, yeah, and you, you know what's funny is like uh, I, I lose some of that back coming down to that lean, which uh, you know, if if I had that conditioning of what these guys came on, I probably would have like 
that little fuller look, but yeah, I, I wouldn't trade, man. I, I just like, I love being super hard in addition. I think that's bodybuilding. That's yeah. why you should, should come to stage. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. So going back to my favorite topic, food, mm-hmm. uh, you said you binged and I don't believe that you binged the way I binged. No, what was, no. <laughs> what was your, what was your post-show meal? Uh, we were reserved. We we're like, well, we're going to do New York now. So yeah. you know, there, there's a uh, sushi's always been my go-to post-show. Yeah. Like I'm not, I love pizza, but I, after show, I want something like fresher. So yeah, um, I'll have like, I have like four sushi rolls. Renee will keep up with me though. It, it's really shocking. Yeah. She can eat just as much as I can, if not yeah. more. Yeah. So, so we had four sushi rolls, which we walked there, which is cool. And, yeah. and uh, you know, Indy, we can walk everywhere. Then we walked to Whole Foods and just shopped around every dessert that we would want. So yeah. um, peanut butter cookies, they had some that were, uh, had buttercream in them. And then <laughs> blueberry muffins is, is, is my thing too. Yeah. And then they have in the Whole Foods, they also have all these different granola bars, which their Reese's one was like, oh shit, that one was killer. Yeah. The lemon bar was good and the Carmelita was just okay. I wouldn't okay. get that one again. And then we got some Halo Top, which I know people hate on Halo Top. We're like, let's just get, because it's like vanilla. It's more of like a palate yeah. cleanser yeah. for all this other, other sweet stuff. So yeah. that, that was, that was really it. Um, not, not bad at all. I've gone, I've gone way harder because yeah. I didn't have a, an impeding show like, you know, seven days later. So it was, so it was calculated. You're like, I got to compete next week. So we're just going to do a little bit of sushi. And you woke yeah. up, you woke up the next day and that was it right back to work. Right. Yeah. The next- yeah. Next day, um, I, I was very intentional about what I wanted to do to pull some water off because I, I felt it coming on. Yeah. So basically, it had like 1,500 calories that day, just pretty much just protein and veggies. Really? Kept water high. Yeah. Um, I woke up from show day at 204 to the ne- next morning, I was 206. Yeah. Like, oh, when you only gained two pounds, like, dude, that was still digesting for sure. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. people don't think about yeah. that shit. Yeah, like, no, I know, I know. Eat the cheeseburger the night before the show, be like, oh yeah, I'm good, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. wait till it fully digests. But anyway, um, yeah, so I just ran that throughout the day. That's that shot you saw when we trained, um, did a full upper body session. Yeah. When I yeah. got home, peeing like crazy after that. Um, the next day I hit a body weight low of 203.6. So I pulled like wow all that off I'm like fuck man i could have eaten more <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so when you okay i'm gonna let you guys want to know a couple of things so when you're okay. getting ready for the last week just just briefly you don't have to give me the full details but like how hard do you cut water do you even cut water do you leave it all the way into the show so um throughout all the way till friday i keep water high the whole time um i've been hitting like 2.25 gallons every single day okay. sodium has been consistent throughout the entire time which i don't weigh my sodium it's just like a quarter teaspoon to all my meals yeah um, day of the show i will use enough water with the food i need to hold my body weight around what visually looks the best so okay. i don't cut ever I, I haven't cut water out completely in in quite a while okay um so there'll be usually some right when i get up a little bit with a meal and then i'll have some fluids between and i'll just watch my weight and the look and then adjust accordingly meal to meal which i like if i want to hold around that 205 206 markets for um the last show i was i think i had about it was a three quarters of a gallon the from the time i got up to, all the way till finals okay okay and normally i'm having that i probably would have maybe a gallon and a half by that time yeah typically that's, quite normal a day. That's, that's quite a bit Three quarters of a gallon. I mean, you're talking about three liters about. Yeah. So that's a quite a bit to have on show day. Like I wouldn't, I could, I've never done that, but it, it seems like a lot for the traditional way of doing it anyways. Yeah. I mean, cause we went on 
at a, at 9am. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of time to get fluids in. It was like, you know, 16 ounce coffee. when I first get up 10 yeah. ounces with meal one, and this isn't measuring like what I cook with food, 10 ounces of meal one. Then I had like another, um, uh, like 20 ounces. Then I had my next meal. Then I, I drank my next 20 ounces all the way up into the show. So yeah. I had a good amount, you know, going into. So yeah, I, I just had my normal pre pre that I normally drink to the gym all the way it's up amazing. into when I was pumping up. It's amazing. You're able to stay that dry and you had a pre-workout, like you drank a pre-workout while you're pumping up. Yeah. Just to give my plug for animal pump pro, I formulated it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, well, I normally drink this going to the gym and yeah. I look badass at the gym. Yeah. Well, fuck, I'm, I'm going to drink it into the, into the show. I, you know. I've only done that once guys ask me all the time. They're like, should I, should I drink your, should I drink a pump product or something before I go on? I'm like, I always err on the side of caution, but <laughs> yeah. I, but I have done it once. But I don't know. It's uh, like, well, I drink hostile, and it's like, do you really? Uh, yeah, hell yeah. No, no, I've never done no, that. No, that's what I mean for you. For you, like, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. keep drinking your hostile drink all the way in the gym, all <laughs> no, these shows. No. But oh, that's I what know. I, you know, that's always been my logic. It's like, well, do you still look bad at like hard and dry? And then like, why, why change that? If you, like you're crystal light, like, well, do you look hard and dry? Drink like yes, okay. Well, we don't need to remove it or weigh. Like I have whey protein the day of the show. Um, I still drink my my county time tea that i like you know really um, water flavoring so but uh, yeah. and even with even with anabolics and drugs like all that rationale still plays in like well you got to drop test out at two yeah. weeks out yeah it's like well how do you look it's like well i look great well why are you going to change it <laughs> so or it's like Sweet. we have to add in xyz halotestin provirone at this point yeah. like yeah. why like what's the rationale that's what i always want to know well and that's always piqued my mind of the why so, so we so we know if we're doing stuff we, we should be or but there is rationale and I, again this is probably for mm. a diff different episode but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because we're gonna go down a rabbit hole but there uh, yeah that's a that's an interesting conversation to have too but that's yes. interesting so so you kept basically everything from gear all the way to food to water almost pretty much the same all the way through for for the most part i mean there yeah. uh, for gear there's some some slight alterations but like you said that's <laughs> yeah we'll get total it. rabbit hole i'm sorry i got off yeah. topic on your question yes that was the answer for my water and sodium yeah. um since i've eat, ate into the show basically i brought food up to like a maintenance level of yeah. what holds my body weight and um have ran that through so there wasn't this rapid like back loading or front loading process that i would do mm -hmm. which also makes fluid balance shift around a lot so i was able to keep a lot of constant variables in place to be very predictive of the look every single day that I wanted to bring on stage. So mm -hmm. leading every day at peak week, when I go train, I try to train around the time that I would be going on stage so I could have the same amount of meals in the same fluids in, I can assess that look after I've, I've trained and pumped be like, yeah. this, do I want to walk on stage like this? And it's like, okay, well, this is what I want to do on show day. And I think for, for someone that is newer trying to coach themselves, mm -hmm. that should probably be a closer approach then yeah. like, well, I'm going to manipulate all these variables. Then you just like, what, what did what? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like, I yeah, look best true. the day after the show. It's like, oh, well. Yeah. I, you know what? I have to tell you the, the probably the best I ever looked. I've said this before on the podcast. The best I ever looked with John was the one prep where I was ready early. And we didn't really change much. Maybe a little bit of carbs leading the last, yeah. the last week, but like everything was kind of the same and we just walked on stage. So yeah, I don't, I don't really dispute what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense. It's, it's nice to just just walk out there, right? Feeling like that. Yeah, because it's like you said, we would wake up and we're like, okay, I'm already dry. We didn't even take a diuretic. We're like, I'm already dry. I'm already. Is it? Is she your wife or girlfriend? 
to my wife. Yeah. Oh, you're you're married. Sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> Don't tell my girlfriend. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's your wife or your girlfriend (laughs) um that's funny uh okay so uh, how important is new york and is it important just for you to be your best or is it a show you want to nail walk away with and get to the olympia is this is this the one or you have other plans for other shows like what is what's the importance of this weekend it it would be it would be huge as far as like qualifying for olympia because i'll be done after this year I, i the next show i think is bahamas that's what renee's doing and so I want to be fully present for the, for her show. And I also can't, I, I don't want to keep, I died hard for Olympia. I stay pretty lean. And so this is just a drawn out thing for me. Yeah. I need that downtime to hit Olympia if I'm going to do it now. So New York has to be the, the win. Um, I don't even know. Maybe there would be enough points, but man, I hate, go, I don't want to go off points. That's, I don't know. I just don't. Like I know the feeling. I know that feeling. Nor yeah. I mean, yeah. I would, I would probably go like, Hey, you're going to yeah. turn down Olympia. Right. Exactly. But um, yeah. So, so it's huge from that aspect. As far as like placings go, I mean, it's out of my control. It's an opinion of a few few people. It's much more important that I uphold like what I want to bring to my standard that I've that I've fallen short before, and I just, I will never walk on stage like that again. Like I just won't do a show yeah. um, if if it's not up to what I feel like I can bring quality wise for my own self. I sure. mean, people are gonna yeah, you bring your best, people talk shit. You know, you yeah. bring your worst, people are gonna praise you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it doesn't. So that doesn't affect me. It's it's more like my personal standard that I'm walking out here and you know I, and I bring a, a best that I'm proud of. Um, but yeah, it would be huge for for winning the, the New York Pro. That would be a great title to have, especially because I, I did it you know two uh, three years ago now, and, yeah. and that was wasn't a best best showing. So this is so this is it. If you don't like what you're saying is if you don't get the win here, it's shut probably down. you're gonna shut it down. Wow, that's a lot of pressure for one show yeah it's it's all good I'm, I'm in it you know it's i can keep competing i, I love this it's it's i've been, been bodybuilding for uh 10 years now yeah which uh it, it's not going anywhere like there's other olympias um yeah. what coming down to this lean i see like oh shit i'm waking up at 204 like damn i need an off season to be able to i have a little bit of tissue that i could could add on yeah um and that gives me time to do it and i i, I need that down need that downtime i haven't had a, like a real off season in, in a while yeah well listen i'm gonna let you go because i know it's a couple days out and you got a lot of stuff to do and just relax so if you will i'd like to have have you on a different time so you can teach us all some more mind-blowing shit that i've never heard of before um my lazy, but, uh, lazy prep call it lazy prep it's like oh man that's john just prep so lazy he walks he does macros and eats oatmeal. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna switch from john meadows to john jewett i gotta oh, fucking, don't just, tell john no, no, i'm just joking um <laughs> listen i wish you luck this weekend man uh you look amazing. Your pictures look crazy. The most recent one you posted is absolutely phenomenal. So I hope you uh, get that Olympia qualification. I hope you do well, man. I hope everything goes your way. Thanks. Bud. I appreciate you having me on and, and I, I enjoy your podcast too. And you put out good information for people and really dig into a lot of what the athletes are doing, coaches are doing. Mm. And I always think you're very insightful in the questions that you do ask and, you, and what you can pull out of people. So mm. enjoy it. And, and just uh, really appreciative that y'all, you and the you know people that follow you and support you wanted yeah. to have me on. So I'd love to come back yeah. and, and, uh, and talk more nerd stuff or just, or yeah. just shoot the shit with you too. So you're okay, just so fun, fun to have a conversation with. So. All right, man. Well, thank you very much i appreciate all that and uh again wish you luck this weekend and we'll talk soon okay bye-bye okay brother have a good day